Good afternoon, Bards Nation. How are y'all doing today? This is Fishers of Men. It is February 17th. Um, it's a Friday. Guys, we made it to another Friday. I will be uh, helping Scott over the next week. I will be covering uh, Bended Knee during the day, and then I will be assisting him with the other shows at night, possibly running, uh, hosting a couple of the Fishers of Men as well. So I'm looking forward to that. Be uh, running pre-recorded shows that he is working on right now. So he's got a great little... Uh, busy weekend and another week ahead of him so i will be here helping you guys out and i am glad to be able to spend this time with you for those of you who don't know who i am my name is duncan mcgregor from kilted christian and i am grateful to be here with you all so today um god laid on my heart to talk about discernment and discernment is going to be such an important thing as we move forward into these next couple of months we are going to need god to speak to us and help us understand what is going on in this world and uh as i was doing a little bit of research. It was amazing how many things I was coming across on social media that were talking about the same thing, discernment. And to me, I use these as signs of God. He does this often in my life, and I'm sure he does it with you in your lives as well. When you start to look at something and research um, things, all of a sudden, all this information just kind of comes to you. And it's just, to me, it's it's like God's nod of going, yes, you're on the right track. This is what you need to talk about. So before we uh, get into that, we'll be covering that after the prayer. But I wanted to play this uh, quick little video. This is actually from Shemaine Nugent. And it came there's today some great insight that she has on what's going on in Ohio. And to me, this is a great representation of the importance of why we're going to need to pray constantly for discernment so that we can understand what's going on. So I will let Shemaine tell you in this video. I mean, I don't know, you know, call us conspiracy theorists, but does this seem a little too coincidental to you guys? Uh, three months ago, East Palestine, Ohio, ran a pilot program to respond to emergency situations. It gets better. They handed out free digital IDs called My ID starting on January 26, 2023, just days before the train derailment. The My ID digital ID is a tracker with a QR code that tracks long-term health status of East Palestine residents, including, and I quote, difficulty breathing. Hmm. It's almost like they knew something we didn't. Santa County coverage now, and East Palestine is known as the place to be. It's way ahead of the curve on a program to provide better treatment for anyone in the event of an emergency. I learned how it works and how it could help everyone in East Palestine. My ID provides quick medical information for emergency responders. Darlene Chapman is the outreach coordinator for this project, and she's an EMT. If they're in a situation where they can't tell us or they don't have any family around, this is something that would make my life easier. My ID works by taking a camera phone and pointing it at a QR code. It provides valuable medical information such as allergies, breathing difficulties, or other conditions so you get proper treatment and care. If anybody sees the QR code, you're, this, you'll be able to scan this and get the information. So it's, it helps that person not necessarily just here, but anywhere in the nation. There are a few options for my ID, a bracelet, key fob, necklace, or attachment on your watch band. You can choose the one which fits your lifestyle best. That's up to you. Orders will start in January. The fire department has already collected $5,000 in donations to help. That's our ultimate goal. We want to be able to give this for free to the citizens and provide them with that extra layer of care so that we can better treat them. The offer includes Unity Township, which is served by the East Palestine Fire Department. These items cost around $20 each. You can even buy it for yourself. 
The fire department is hoping you'll be willing to wear it. So this is where we are. This is, you know, why we need to discern because there's so many, there's so much deception going on right now. So as we found out, we've, we've been talking about this Ohio thing and we understand that false flags aren't necessarily their fault. It's not like they didn't happen. People do get hurt. People do die, but there's more mischievous reasons behind why the government is pushing this stuff. So there was also on zip, um, zip recruiter, a uh, 13 to 92 hour crisis actor jobs in Ohio. So this was also right before this. Then you find out that there was the emergency simulation that took place three months ago before this event happened on top of the movie White Noise that came out discussing this same thing. Um, then you, I did a little bit of digging as well, and I also found out that WHO has some stipulations, some of their um, international guidelines, basically taking um, polluted land or polluted real estate and it basically being taken over and controlled by government. So this isn't this this is all not just an accident. This isn't just a coincidence. We've seen loads of trail derailments or derailments going on around the country. And it's the same trick that they do in many of the urban areas is they make these urban areas so bad that people are forced to move out and then the land becomes really, really inexpensive for the big wigs to come in and purchase. So all of this stuff is being done by design. And we're going to see more and more um, examples like this here in the future that we're going to need to rely on God and to the discernment to understand. And that's not including the illusions, you know, the holograms that we may see, the Project Bluebeam, this kind of things that we really need to pay attention to. And it's going to be some of those things to where, you know, Scott had discussed on his show last week that you're, or maybe this week, you're going to be hearing God in your brain. I mean, some of this technology that they have with 5G and so forth, you'll be hearing God like talking in your head. And this is technology has been used before on top of the illusions, blue beam, possible fake alien invasion and so forth. So nonetheless, as we're walking into some very uncertain times and it doesn't matter how good of a research you are at this point. They have figured out a way to kind of work past the research we put out. And that's the artificial intelligence um, coming out and putting out their own research that seems very real. And then people start focusing on it only for you to find out that it's not. So what it's doing is it's muddying up the waters of our research in order to be able to tell what's real and what's not. And once again, this is why it is so important right now for us to reach out to God every single day. Um, and ask God, you know, not only to, you know, to redeem ourselves, to um, reach out in repentance, to mend our armor, but to ask God for discernment multiple times a day, because this is going to be the most important tool that we have going forward. So before we get, um, I, I have some uh, verses and stuff that I pulled out from scripture that, that literally goes over definition of, of what discernment is, as well as multiple verses within the Bible that talks about or references discernment. But before we do that, we're going to have our prayer coming up here in a moment. But today is Friday. So on Fridays, we reach out and uh, thank you, Nikki, for um, getting these over to Scott. I appreciate it. Um, a list of people that are in need of prayer. So I'm going to go through and I'm going to read what prayers are needed right now. And then I'm going to go into our prayers. So the bended knee prayer request for today. So and I apologize if I mess up any of these names. Um, so Mara is a sister in Christ in the Netherlands who is struggling to find long term employment. And at the age of 57 feels defeated in her search as her age and her lack in her study are a challenge. Her heart loves to help people and she desires to serve the Lord. So Heavenly Father, please answer the prayers of her. And there's a couple of more that are very similar to this. And, and I just um, thank you all for putting these in your prayers going forward for the rest of the day, because this is what community and unity is all about. So next, uh, this one's really personal to me as well. 
our brother, Kilted Patriot, my brother of brothers, is looking to escape his current job and seek employment with a godly position that satisfies his desire to contribute to the kingdom. And also ask that uh, you pray for others the same situation that are going through something similar themselves. And I've talked to multiple people that are the same thing. They're having problems with their job. They don't feel comfortable there, you know, for ungodly reasons you know they don't feel like they're you know in the right place or people that wanting to do more for god and they're, they're the weight of the world and everything with the uh, companies going on right now people are being taken advantage of so please pray for um kilted patriot and all others dealing with the same thing so next uh, please pray for chris i've been battling comfort for some time to point out i make myself crazy I struggle with meeting God at the cross and I feel guilty for having material things and battling happiness, looking for fulfillment. Only God knows. Please pray for her. And I know many are going through something similar as well as that. JC, good morning, Bard's family. Prayer request for my 89-year-old mother, Lorraine. She um, went to into the hospital last night with severe pain from her cancer. Lord, remove her pain in Jesus' name. Amen. Next one, we have uh, Mila. Need prayers for healing. I have a um, mitral valve um, prolapse that is in need of replacement. However, in Chile, we cannot use medical facilities unless we are jabbed. People in my isolated valley in the mountains are much older than I, and they need the milk, the eggs, the meat that I provide. Most of these people are in their 80s and their 90s. Their pensions are less than 180 US dollars a month. Eggs are about a dollar each. Forget meat or dairy. None of us can afford to buy these things. I need to be able to continue my work. I believe that this is what God has me led to do. I am just having a hard time finding the energy and the strength to go through this much longer. I believe in the power of prayer and the healing power of prayer. Also prayers um, of salvation for her sister. Next, we have faith. My husband lost his job about a month ago. Um, had a second interview yesterday, but he is competing with an internal person. Please pray Father's will be done. Next, um, Mimo. Hello, family. Apparently, I'm going to have surgery on a kidney blockage. Would like to ask for prayer. And Mimo definitely prayers out for you as well. My prayer warriors, your assistance is needed. My friend Julie has been diagnosed with breast cancer. She meets with doctor again tomorrow, 216, for more tests. Um, and the surgeon on Friday, raise her up with me. So, you know, prayers out for you as well. People of East Palestine, Ohio, and areas affected, all of those, we've been praying for nonstop about that, so the prayers continue to go. Next, we have Jen Lim. I wanted to add my hubby, Billy, um, his aunt, and CT has cancer, and she is in hospice home care right now. It's uh, an hour-by-hour hour thing at this point. She is eating or drinking, or she isn't eating or drinking anything. May the Lord peacefully call her home. And then Tam, Brother Randy having issues with his heart. Steve, sister, and neighbor Dan also need prayers. And then finally, Wendy's brother Andy, um, she just sent this over, just wanted to keep my brother Andy covered. The devil is in full power mode um, and attacking any weakness that can appear. He's doing better, but want to keep him covered. So prayers out for all of you. We're all going through very similar things. So I'm definitely keeping you all in my prayers, putting all of those prayers into my prayer box. So that being said, let's go on with today's prayer. Heavenly Father, 
I want to thank you again for everything that you have blessed us with. I ask, dear Lord, that you look at all of the prayers that we just reached out and just, just said that you reach out to all of them and help them through all that they're going through, whether it be jobs, whether it be health, whether it be personal issues at home, whether it be the stress of dealing with the chaos around the world. Heavenly Father, we ask that you just continue to watch over all of us and put a hedge of protection over each one of us because the closer we get to you and the more work we do for you, the heart of the devil comes after us and our families. To do, Lord, please keep us all protected during these times. I also ask, dear Lord, that you continue to give us the same patience with others that you give with us every single day. We are all works in progress, dear Lord. And if you had the patience to forgive us and to keep working in our lives, dear Lord, we ask that you allow us to do the same in other people's lives. Dear Lord, even those people that have turned their backs on us and have said horrible things, dear Lord, we are Christians and we need to love even our enemies and those that have turned their backs on us, dear Lord. So please get into our hearts and allow us to pray meaningful prayers for all of them. Allow us to be there with open arms when they wake up, Heavenly Father, because I know you're working in our lives, dear Lord, and I know things are difficult to see at this time, but we trust in you and we trust in your plan. We know that a lot of what's happening on this earth is because of your will. You need to wake people up, and I understand that. So thank you, dear Lord, for lifting this veil daily so that we can see more truth, but also help lead others that are still sleeping to that truth, and most importantly, lead them to you so that they can have the same relationship that we have found, and they have that chance at salvation that you have given us. But Heavenly Father, I also ask that you work in our lives individually so that we can become closer to you every day, so that we can make every day um, make us better people daily. Tomorrow we'll be better people than we are today. Dear Lord, thank you for listening to our our prayers. And, and when we give you our daily sins and that you forgive us for those, dear Lord, as we move forward to remove those sins for our lives and hope that one day we are exactly what you are, that we can emulate everything that you have done, be sin-free ourselves, be focused on the kingdom and not the flesh. Heavenly Father, these days get tougher and tougher for every single one of us, but we stand together and you have brought us all together and unified under Bards Nation, Kilted Christian, and all these other beautiful programs that are on right now so that we can discuss you. We can talk about verses. We can talk about discernment. We can pray for each other. Thank you for this opportunity. But Heavenly Father, I also ask, just like I ask every day, that everything that we do in our life, whether it be writing threads to get information out to people, doing our podcast on and on and on, dear Lord, that you allow us to speak your will, not ours. Give us that discernment daily, dear Lord, so that we are doing your job and not mistakenly leading people down the wrong path. We have an obligation, dear Lord, as Christians to do the right thing. You asked us to, to accept you into our heart. You asked us to ask forgiveness for our sins. That's what you wanted from us, dear Lord. But let us go further than that. Let us all get the inspiration and the love that we have for you to go out into the public and spread the gospel, spread your word. Let people hear your name if they haven't before and remind people of your name if they have forgotten it. Dear Lord, thank you for everything that you have blessed me with and everything that you have blessed everyone here in chat with and around this world. Dear Lord, I'm watching more and more people wake up every day, more and more people ask for prayer which is a beautiful thing because that means they are finding you in their heart and they're finding that connection. So dear Lord, let us have patience during these days. As the chaos gets worse and worse, let us never forget not to fear. Let us never forget that this war is already won in your name. Dear Lord, we are just going through the motions right now. Please keep us calm. Keep Please keep us on focus and please keep us forever reaching out to those that need our help so that we can lead them to you, which is the ultimate help and the ultimate salvation. In our Heavenly Father's name, in Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen.
well, I'll tell you guys, these days are just getting more and more insane. And we we discussed this before. We've discussed uh, how, you know, over the last couple of years, we'd have a little bit of a break in between some of the crazy events. Today, things are happening so much that it's even hard to keep up with the amount of news going on in an hour and a half program. And it's going to get worse and it's going to get worse as we move forward into these times, which is why it's so important right now that we always put our hands in Christ, that we always hand our problems over to Christ and let him take the weight of this off of our back because we're being forced into stress. We are being forced into everything that the devil wants to push us into, which is why we need to lean on God constantly and constantly pray for discernment, especially now. So the word discern and his derivatives are translations from a Greek word, which is anakrino, and it's in the New Testament. This means to distinguish, to separate out by diligent search, to examine. Discernment is the ability to properly disseminate um, between uh, and or make determinations. It is related to wisdom. And remember what I said before on, on prior shows is, you know, the important, you know, knowledge is great, but it's pointless without wisdom because wisdom allows us to know what to do with that knowledge, to do the right thing. So the word of God itself is said to discern the thoughts and intentions of one's heart. That is Hebrews 4.12. A discerning mind demonstrates wisdom and insight to go beyond what is seen and heard. For example, God's word is spiritually discerned. To the human mind without spirit, the things of God are foolish or foolishness. So 1 Corinthians uh, 2.14, the spirit then gives us spiritual discernment. King Solomon was known for his power of discernment, making many wise decisions and moral judgments. So 1 Kings 3, 9 through 11, um, Christians today are to be discerning as well. Paul prayed for believers to discern what is best until the day of Christ, Philippians 1.10. Discerning person will acknowledge the word of God's word. All the words of the mouth are just. Um, none of them is crooked or perverse. The discerning of all of them are right. They are faultless to those who have knowledge. Proverbs 8, 8 through 9. Seeking discernment is a goal for all those who desire to walk righteously. Who is wise? He will realize these things. Who is discerning? He will discernment is the goal for all of those um, who understand them. The ways of the Lord are right. The righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. Um. We are commanded to hate what is evil, cling to what is good, Romans 12, 9. But unless we have true discernment, how can we determine what is evil and what is good? In order to maintain the purity of gospel, the church must distinguish truth from heresy. Wisdom also demands that we properly disseminate or discriminate between what is best um, and what is merely good. Discernment has many collateral benefits. My son, preserve sound judgment and discernment. Do not let them out of your sight. They will be the life for you, an ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety, and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Proverbs 3, 21 through 24. Just as Solomon sought discernment and wisdom, Proverbs 1, 2, and 1 Kings 3, 9 through 12, to explore the handiwork of God, Ecclesians 1, 13, and to seek the meaning of life, um, Ecclesiastes uh, 12, 13, to show who believers seek the wisdom that comes from heaven, 
James 3.17. We must study the scripture, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy 3.15. May our prayer be, I am your servant. Give me discernment that I may understand your statutes. Psalm 119.125. So discernment is focused on many times in the Bible. And there's actually more than what I have just read you. And there's an importance to the discernment and an importance to asking God to mend our armor. The armor is like Scott has mentioned on his show and I've talked about on my show as well. It's repenting to God, the repentance for your sins, the repentance for your wrongdoings and, and what you have done wrong is how you mend your armor. And the thing is, is we need to do an overhaul. You know, we need to go through our lives, remember what we have done wrong, ask God for give, give forgiveness for that. It would be like the, the rebuild of an engine of your car. And then you spend the rest of your time in, in repentance daily, which is just maintenance. It's upkeep to your armor, which is going to become more and more important as we walk into this crazy battle that we're walking into. And most people don't even realize it. We're in the middle of a hot war. We're in the middle of a spiritual war and people don't even see the hot war. They certainly don't see the spiritual war unless you have that relationship with God. But the reason that we see that spiritual war is because of the discernment that God has blessed us each with. So as we move forward, you know, like I said, praying for discernment is probably one of the most important things that we could ask God for in this moment, because we are being deceived in every level. We don't know who our enemies are. We don't know who our allies are. We only know at this point that the allies that our enemy, that we know who our enemies tell us are more than likely our enemies. So we're basically having to mirror what's happening in this world, but we're going to, it's going to get even more nefarious going forward when we're dealing with things like project Bluebeam, where there could be a day that you walk out and you look into the sky and see a gigantic hologram of either aliens or, or Jesus in the sky. So that they're trying to convince you that we're either in the middle of a rapture or in the middle of a fake alien invasion. But once again, it's also important to read scripture and to understand scripture because much of what we are about to walk into and much of what we are dealing with is in scripture. And those answers are in scripture to help you understand it. And one example right off the bat is Project Bluebeam. It may have the ability to project images into the sky in a couple of different places. And you may get on the news and you're seeing um, all these holograms of Jesus in the sky or alien invasions. But remember in scripture, it says that when Jesus comes back, when Jesus comes back, we will look up, the sky will, will basically peel back like a scroll. And no matter where you are on this entire earth, like Mary said, we will know. We will all see God in the sky simultaneously. Trust me, you won't have to watch the news. You won't have to get a phone call from your sister in another state going, oh my goodness, guess what I saw? We will all see it at one time. So scripture is just, it's more amazing to me by the day. I love scripture at first because it got me closer to God. But now I'm loving scripture for an, another reason. And that's because so many answers lie within scripture. We, if we just understand it and we read through these verses, um, God has been telling us what we need to look for, what we need to watch out for, what we are expecting going into these times. Just like in Matthew, when he lined out all of the different things that are happening within people, um, changing around this world, hearts turning cold. We're watching these things happen daily, but we were warned about them. And all throughout scripture, we have these warnings. And that's a beautiful thing is on top of the discernment, we have many of the answers. 
But what it comes down to is remembering that a lot, if not most of what we see on this earth, right here on the soil of this land, the, the separate part from heaven, we're seeing um, everything go haywire. We're, we're having to um, try to understand things ourselves. We're trying to keep ourselves calm. We're trying to keep our families calm. And this is why it is so important that we rely on God because scripture is more than likely the only true reality on this earth. It's probably the only book that has truth in it. Our history books have been deceived. Everything else has been deceived. Scripture tells us what's happening. Scripture tells us what's important in our lives. And it's coming to a point now where we really need to do what we can to separate ourselves from, from this fleshy stuff, the desires that we have. We need to learn how to focus on the kingdom. Like Scott says, keep one foot in the kingdom all the time. And it's going to become more and more important. And we're going to have doubt. We're going to wake up and we're going to have days of doubt because the devil, trust me, when you become a target, when you start doing Jesus's work, the closer you get, the more work that you do for Christ, the more people you're waking up, the more the devil's going to work in your life. And there's always a point where they start off in your life. They try to mess your life up immediately. The problem is, as a true Christian, someone who truly believes in God, we don't care what you do to us. We keep on with our mission. We keep on waking people up. We get more courage because, because we love God. And, you know, but we need to help other people find that same courage as they move on. And once the devil realizes that he can't mess with your life, he goes after family. He goes after friends. He tries to target other aspects of your life that you have less control about. But we need to stay on focus. We need to keep that that constant discernment, that constant, you know, shield of God's protection around us. And like I said, guys, we have done a lot of research. We think we have a good grasp of what we're walking into in the future. We think we know. But I can promise you even the best researchers are going to be shocked at what we see in the coming weeks, in the coming months, in the coming years. Because the enemy's not going to stop. We talked about this on, on our show last night. Conley talked about it on Scott's show. We are coming to a point now where we're dealing with the evil of evils. We're not dealing with bad people. We're dealing with true evil. And true evil will burn the ship down before they hand that ship over. And this is where it gets scary because they're willing to do anything to keep the control that they have. But they don't have the greatest weapon that we have, and that is our Lord Almighty. That is prayer. That is patience. That is love. When we end up in a war, we're going to fight with love. We're not going to fight with hate like they are. We're going to fight with love. We're not going to see red. We're going to fight to protect the values that we find, to, that we cherish on this earth, those values that were given to us by our Lord Almighty. We're going to fight for the ones that we love. We're going to fight to protect our children. We're going to fight to make sure that our children are no longer indoctrinated. Because if, if it's not time, if it's not time for Jesus to come back, and every day it just seems like we're getting more, closer and closer to that place. But every we don't know when God is coming back. And I agree with Scott 100% when he says we don't need to sit on our hands. We need to fight. We need to be active in this spiritual war until the day that our feet leave this earth. Because if it's not God's time to come back, we need to make sure that our children can move forward and carry things on the right way. We need to teach them values, love, and God at the beginning of their lives so that they are teaching their children and their friends going forward. We need to pull them out of the schools right now. 
We need to start teaching them ourselves. This way we can start teaching scripture as part of the curriculum that you teach your, your children at school. We need to constantly pray for all of the parents out there. And I've talked to multiple here in the last couple of days, which is why I find this to be extremely important. It has never been more difficult to raise a child than it is right now today. And I don't care if you were the most Christian person in this world, you understand scripture better than anything. The moment your child leaves your house and they go to school, they go to the store, they go to a movie theater, they go anywhere. Those kids are facing the devil around every single corner, which is why we need to pray for the, to the parents, not only so that they understand how to help their children, but to pray for the patience of those parents. Because like I said, no matter how Christian you are, your kids are facing an enemy and they're coming home and their, their ideas, their ideologies, their thoughts are being challenged. And no matter how good of a parent you are, you are facing something very, very difficult. So let's pray for the parents to give them patience and to give them the insight that they need in order to make sure that their kids can survive in this very evil and corrupt world. And for those of you out there that have children, that are in elementary school, that are in high school, that are in college. God bless you. God always be with you. You guys are the heroes of heroes right now. And you are being faced with some things that I don't even understand. So God bless you for hanging that line and for loving your kids enough to make that change. Because we all remember how it was when we were in school, especially. We, you know, you had people like myself that didn't care what anybody else thought, but you didn't want everybody hating you. But then for the majority, 95% of these kids, they don't want to be left out. They want to be part of things. So they get sucked into this indoctrination just so they don't feel left out. And then it becomes more difficult. And then eventually you pay for them to go to college and it gets even worse. Pray for all of the children. But guys, I want to thank you so much for joining us today for a bended knee. I will be running bended knee um, Monday through Friday next week. I will be... Uh, um, hosting those shows. I will be running um, many of the Bards FM, which Scott's working on right now, pre-recording. And then it'll be a mix of uh, pre-records as well as me hosting Fishers of Men. So I look forward to being able to spend that time and also do a little bit of musical dance parties, which I always look forward to after we get done doing these shows. But before we leave, guys, I just want to thank you for everything that you do. I want to thank you for all that you put into this world, your commitment to God, your love, your true love and sincerity, your humility in this war that you're, that we're fighting right now, the prayers that you pray for everyone else, the information that you are putting out everywhere in a time where you literally get ostracized by humanity for doing what we're doing, for being truth tellers, but things are going to change. Things are going to change. I can promise you that because God is in charge and this war is already won. Guys, I love you very, very much. Um, I will see you at Kilted Christian this evening. I believe Scott will be doing uh, Fishers of Men tonight and he'll be doing Bards FM. And then I will be carrying the show on um, Sunday through next Friday. But guys, I love you much. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your day. I love you and God bless. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, 
by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.
Constant sorrow. 
I've seen trouble all my day. Plains where I was born and prayed. The place where he was born and
I don't mind stealing bread from the mouths of decadence. But I can't feed all the fowls when my cup's already
This will be the last song of the day, or at least for today. Guys, I'm going to end up with a little bit of Stevie Wonder. She looks across the country as if it's under her command.
makes me the past for that I must fear. Or I'll know deep in my mind the love of me I left behind.
everybody i want to thank you again for joining us for this bended me um scott will be back this evening to do uh his two shows and i will be running the show from sunday until next friday bended knee fishers of men and bards fm but i want to thank you all for joining me for those of you that did not get a chance to watch this show um give me about 10 minutes so it'll allow me to publish the show it takes some a little time sometimes i'll have that loaded up for you other than that i will see you all tonight at kilted christian and uh I will be listening to all the other shows. Don't forget, Godcast is this evening, Conley shows this evening, Kilted Christian, Bards FM, Fishers of Men. Got a whole lot of shows tonight, guys. But I love you all very, very much. I will be seeing you soon. Have an absolutely beautiful rest of your day. And God bless.